Well, hey there. In today's episode, I'm going to answer the question, how do I budget without feeling restricted? Today, I'm going to give you three tips to feel a sense of freedom while still following and reaching your financial goals. And then I'm going to offer you a free resource, the four types of budgets list that will help you determine which is the right fit for you. Stick around because we're going to cover the ways to help you ignite financial freedom. Welcome to the Igniting Financial Freedom Podcast, where I give you perspective as if I'm in your shoes so that you can remove the worry of money and create the life you want for you and your family. I'm your host, Clark Bradley. I've helped countless others reach their goals. Are you ready to join me as you pursue financial freedom? Welcome, welcome to episode 15 of the Igniting Financial Freedom Podcast. There's a balance. There's a, there's a delicate balance with this without feeling restricted or without feeling constrained or like you're in prison, so to speak, uh, on how you're spending your money. But it's it's all relative to what the bigger picture is. So the first thing, the first tip, I'll give you three, three tips today on how to keep that perspective and to not feel restricted with budgeting or with cutting back your expenses or with not spending like you used to. So the number one tip I will say is to prioritize your wants. So if you've seen any of the other templates that I've used or recommended, one of them is the 50-30-20 budget, which is 50% of your money every month should be separated to needs, 30% to wants, and 20% to either savings or debt payoff. Well, that generally that 30% of wants is where a lot of your uh, margin or wiggle room each month can come from because that is the eating out money, that is the cell phone bill, the cable bill, the stuff that you don't need to function but it's areas that you could do without should push comes to shove, right? So prioritize your wants. That's the first key or the first tip. So I want you to get a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle. And on the one side, I want you to list all of your wants that you are willing to completely get rid of, not forever, but for now, or to substantially cut back. So let's say it's your, maybe the data plan on your cell phone. Maybe you have an unlimited data plan and you're willing to, to cut that back so you save 25, 30, 40 bucks a month on that. Let's say you are willing to cut back on some of the streaming services that you have, whether it's Netflix or HBO Max or Hulu or Fire TV or Disney Plus. Let's say you have 30, 40, 50 bucks there that you're now willing to cut back and to save on. Hulu Live was one of the ones that we got rid of. We don't need it. I personally like to have it obviously during football season. I'm a Lions fan. But outside of football season, we don't need it. So for six months out of the year, give or take, from February to September, we don't need it. And so what are the what are the areas, what are the wants, what are the things that you know you can get rid of so that it justifies the other side of this page or the wants that you really want to keep, that you don't really want to get rid of. Or maybe you're willing to cut back on them, but you want to keep them, you want to keep them around. So for example, if you have a $50 savings from your cell phone slash cable, and maybe another category is shopping that you do at Target or 
coffee that you buy at Starbucks. And maybe that accumulates to, let's say, 100 bucks or $150 a month. So let's just call that $200 in spending that you're willing to cut. If you really want to eat out and you want to spend $50 a week eating out, then you've justified those expenses. So you can still have your cake, so to speak, and eat it too, because you have the eating out money there. You've created it, so it's not dipping into the rest of your budget, which should be going towards debt payoff or building your emergency fund. And that way you don't feel too restricted. Now, some might say, well, you just created $200 a month. Why not throw that to your debt payoff or your credit card or your emergency fund or any one of your other financial goals? Yes, you can do that. But there is a balance and there is an art to this because you can ratchet down and tighten the belt and not spend a dime going out, but that's not sustainable. I've been there and done that. I've done that with spending money. I've done that with eating healthy. I've done that with working out. I've done that with working hard, too too hard and too, too many hours a week on my business. If you go too hard and too crazy and in, in crazy Navy SEAL mode for anything, at least my experience, is that about a week and a half to two weeks in, you're burnt. Completely burned out and it won't sustain. So rather than cut everything and try to not spend a dime... I would rather see you sustain it long term and give yourself some wiggle room and give yourself a little bit of permission to have some fun along the way and have a long term strategy with this and have a long term sustainability with this. Because $50 a week is not, I mean, it's a good, it's a good chunk of money for eating out, but it's not a ton. So yes, it's $200 a month, but it also is going to help you keep your sanity while you're cutting expenses in other categories to then throw towards your debt. Okay. So number one, prioritize your wants. Number two, you must keep a long-term vision. You must focus on the long-term goal. If you're married, if, you're, if you have a significant other, you must discuss your plans together and keep communication open. Written goals or a vision board, I have both and have had both, are absolutely critical. We've had vision boards. We don't actually have one now, but I, I want to revamp ours and do ours again. We have a vision boards up in our in our mirror in the bathroom and... Take some pictures of things that you're focused on. For me, it was fitness goals at the time and was looking at buying apartment complexes and different businesses and investments. So that was on my vision board. And it was once a week going out to eat with my wife on our date night. So it just took a picture of us together as a reminder that that relationship is a priority of mine. Spending time with my kids, playing with my kids, being present with my family were goals of mine at the time, really, and still are. So that visual every day, I will also recommend too, as a side note, I'd recommend that you continue to move that vision board around on your mirror or in different places, maybe even in your car somewhere so that it's new and changing and surprising and keeps your brain kind of on its toes, so to speak, so that your reticular activating system doesn't get used to it in that same spot on your mirror. And I mentioned before that we used uh, glass-friendly or erasable type friendly Sharpie markers or almost like watercolor markers. I'm not sure exactly what they are, but that way you can write inspirational ideas or goals or quotes or milestones that you've reached on your mirror and you can both see it together. 
So for me, one thing that I was actually just reading about earlier, having a discussion, is that familiarity breeds contentment. So what that means is that what you're used to, you're more likely to take for granted. So that car that you're probably tired of, or that house that you want to move out of, or that job that you're bored with, or tired of, or sick of showing up for a boss that's a jerk. Try and flip that and look at that from another perspective. And keep in mind that long-term goal. Brooke Castillo is a life coach, and I listen to her podcast. She's got many, many words of wisdom. The Life Coach School podcast, by the way. Check her out. But what she says to do is pretend that you are buying that house again today for the first time. Buying that car again today for the first time. Showing up as if it were your first day of work. Every time you show up, it's brand new. You've bought it again. Now, that immediately changes the perspective in my mind. So if I have any kind of resentment or feeling disgruntled with my house or my car or maybe even this business, to how privileged I am to, to create this podcast and bring value to people like you listening to this right now and how honored I am and blessed to be able to pursue this for the hard work and the sacrifice that my wife and I have put in over the last five years, let's say, seven years, whatever it might have been. Rather than complain that, oh, I got to record another podcast, man, I'm so thankful that I can get, that I get to, that I get to record this podcast because not many people have the opportunity to do so. So focus on the long-term goal. That's number two. Number three is don't be too rigid. You've got to give yourself some wiggle room. You've got to give yourself some grace and some permission to mess up and know that it's okay if you mess up and go easy on yourself. We used to beat ourselves up because we spent too much money and would get all down on ourselves. And then what do you do when you're feeling down? You cope with your emotional dysfunction with the same behaviors that got you into the problem in the, in the beginning, to begin with. So you're coping with the disgruntled feeling or the frustration or the energy or the emotion with it. And then you find yourself just continuing to perpetuate the whole problem that you started with. Rather, we give ourselves some grace and we give ourselves some permission to mess up and give ourselves some latitude. And we only learned that in the recent, you know, last probably couple of years, that going easier on yourself actually helps you sustain for the long run. But we didn't lie down and, and quit. We got back up, started a new day, and just made the best choices for that day. You only fail if you quit. So we didn't fail. We learned every time. Oh, can't use that credit card. Thought we could. The points were intriguing. The points were appealing. But, well, what do you know? Got a nice new fat balance on that credit card now because we thought we could handle it. Thought we were responsible, but we're not. So, three tips for not feeling restricted while you're budgeting and honing in your spending plan. Again, prioritizing your wants. The piece of paper, draw a line down the middle, sort them out. Left side of wants that you're willing to cut or hold back. And on the right side, wants that you really want to keep. And then you find the money within the left column so that you can justify that particular want that you want to keep. 
the, one, the ones on the right side should really only be one or two that you want to keep around. The other wants on the left should be reduced or removed entirely. Number two, focus on your long-term goals. Keep a long-term perspective. Vision board. Written goals. Communication with your spouse. Right? You're on the same team. Be on the same team. Help each other. Encourage each other. Hold each other accountable. And number three is don't be too rigid. Don't be too hard on yourself. Learn from learn from setbacks and failures, but never give up. All right, so today I have a quick win, which is a free download, no email required. It's the four types of budgets. It's a worksheet that I created that just lists four different types of templates. That 50-30-20 is one that I did include on that list, so you can check that out. If, if that's a template you want to follow, you can certainly download that. Go to ignitingfinancialfreedom.com slash budgets, plural, B-U-D-G-T-S. So what is coming down the pipe? Stay tuned. I do have additional episodes. I will take on your biggest questions related to money. To submit a question and have it answered live here on the podcast, go to ignitingfinancialfreedom.com slash podcast and submit your question on the form at the top of the page and I will address it here on the show. That is all from me today. See you around. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Igniting Financial Freedom Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to see future episodes. Go ahead, give it a rating and review so I can help more people ignite their financial freedom. And I wish you good fortune. I'll see you next time.